Father, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts open us to this enchanted story and enliven us to follow your Son. It's in his name that we pray. Amen. Please be seated. Especially on Epiphany, the climax of Christmas, we're reminded that our Lord's nativity story is completely shot through with wonder. Perhaps more than ever before, at the dawn of a new year, new beginnings, and with hope rising, we are ripe for the enchantment of this story. Heck, just a few weeks ago, we too looked to the sky to see a rare confluence of Jupiter and Saturn kindling the night a little brighter. But even then, we trusted coming out of our warm homes and looking up because science had given us an understanding of what we might see. Yet Matthew's telling of the Magi's quest, those who looked to a star and wandered far without assurances, was certainly not an attempt to offer an acceptable explanation of the facts behind the star. No, this story is not appealing to our logic, but to our imagination, opening us to a real truth, seeking to bypass our rational self in order to touch and transform our souls. The Magi's quest is an invitation to marvel, to be astonished that God, the creator of heaven and earth, desires to be known and even dangles for us a divine marker, clues to make his son's arrival made known universally, not, not even just to local shepherds. This story offers the ingredients that has enkindled our holy imagination and deep longing Ingredients perfect for authors across the millennia to embellish the story, calling the seekers kings, even naming and numbering the Magi, Caspar, Melchior, and Balthazar. So for these few homily minutes that we have together, we too are invited to hear with our imagination, to receive the gift of the Magi story with eyes that see not the rational, but the revelation. For in Matthew's nativity story and Luke's too, they wonderfully offer us a sky full of angels and archangels, of light shining in the darkness, of stars rising and risks taken. There's wise men in search of the cosmic divine child, a commingling of mystery majesty and humility, ancient prophecies fulfilled. Such is the great quest of seeking and finding and kneeling, of gifts exchanged in praise and wonder. And since this is only the 10th day of Christmas, perhaps we've still got a chance to sit by ourselves in the living room with only the light of the Christmas tree, if you still have it up, or even a candle. The way this story is told, there's room for our soul space to open as we imagine for ourselves these men of the Orient arriving at the house. In our mind's eye, we can envision camels slowly bowing, 
genuflecting on their front knees as the magi regally dismount, their servants rushing, bringing the treasure chests. It's been a long journey, and perhaps they take a moment to gather, to breathe deeply, and to whisper a prayer before they enter. And for all the costs of the long and dangerous journey, I sense that in seeing the face of the Christ child, that something in them shifted. Perhaps they had intended beforehand to kneel, to pay homage and offer their gifts to the newborn king. Yet what they received is more than they could have imagined. Surprisingly, at least for me, the most telling line of the story, the story of many symbols, is not the star, it's not the trope of the heroic quest, nor the unusual homage paid by the learned to an infant. It's not the threat averted, but rather the effect, the effect of this brief encounter. Of all the symbols, it's the last line of the story that really strikes me, saying that they left for their own country by another road. Here is something for each of us in 2021 in seeking and finding and kneeling. We too can depart forever changed. What an exceptional, unexpected gift to glimpse that the mighty and majesty of God is flipped. He's vulnerable, impossibly accessible. That in searching for the child that would be king, this Christmas we discover that indeed he does have a claim on our lives. And like the Magi of long ago, we too discover that when we finally glimpse the God who shows us his face of unguarded love, that when we find him, that we are found by him. And all that we can ever do is lay ourselves at his feet and depart different. Because the offering of ourselves from here on out is really the only gift within our giving, finally, finally, we can return home by another road transformed and accompanied. As Emily Griffin so artfully describes, the Christmas season begins with the incarnation and it ends with the manifestation. The star that guided the Magi was governed not by gases and gravity, but by God's desire to convey a message to his people. It is a majestic story meant to be embroidered in tapestries shot through with gold. This was certainly a gift exchange like no other. Yet because his story is our story too, it invites us to wonder. And so I ask, what is it that you most need to give and receive at the kneeling place of our Lord's face? Glimpse it and journey home changed on another road. Amen.